the Lord makes the house. A tree emerging from the earth and covering the globe. The leaves of this the leaves of this tree are not actual green leaves, it is a net. It looks what looks like a net. So Pastor Ian understood that this is the Lord Ministry house. There's an emphasis on house. And as, as some of you may know also, that Pastor Ian is called to the office of a teacher. You know, fivefold ministries, he's a, called to the office of a teacher. However, in 2001, when, uh, when this vision came about, and the Lord Ministry House got established, the Lord dropped in his heart a grace to be a teacher. He felt it, he sensed it, he knew it would be called to become a pastor. So with time, we, uh, we see the, the unfolding of this uh, vision, and you and us are part of it, and that's why you are present here today. All right, so open your heart so you can capture what exactly, uh, what the Lord is talking to us today. The whole, vision of, uh, the whole vision and purpose of this ministry is about maturing believers. And as it says in Colossians 1, 28, that every man, including every one of us, may be presented perfect, mature in Christ. So what is it to be a mature believer in Christ. It's a word, but what does it mean? It is raising up believers to be trees of righteousness, planted by the Lord. It means that you are going to have to be skilled in functioning in righteousness. And that is referring, first of all, to Isaiah 6-1-3 and Hebrews 5-14, which it says, being skilled in the word of righteousness. And this is bring us to what righteousness is all about. So first, righteousness is first of all about operating in oneness with God, operating as sons of God, operating in the life of Christ, and operating as if you and Christ are one. Two, and coming out of that means you're functioning in your authority as a believer in this earth. And thirdly, it means having the rights of sonship. The son has rights. And operating in that uh, rights. The word of God reveals certain promises that you, that you have by which you can be partaker of this divine nature. So you know what's your rights and you'll be able to operate in it. So if you don't know what is it, you cannot operate in it. Also, righteousness means... Operating in right standing with, with God. And how does this look like? Operating in that way. It means to live as if sin has never ever been. No shame, which the blood of Jesus has wiped out. No guilt, because there's nothing to be guilty about. And it is all gone. No inferiority, no insecurity, because uh, of the security of the love of God. So it is to raise believers up to be trees of righteousness, and as a result of that, the Son of God will be made manifest, and the work of God will be accomplished through who? Us. Amen? So it is us. We need to be changed and take capture who we are and operate in righteousness so we can transmit the nature of, of God, Christ, to the world. So now looking at us, the Lord Ministry House, how, how 
does this Lord Ministry House going to look like? Well, as believers, we, as we mature, we are going to, we are to do doing the work of Christ. We become disciples, as Jesus' disciples, which, which they did the work that he did. One, we will be ones that are disciplined, minister the gospel wherever we are. Not only in the church, wherever we are. And wherever we go, including malls, streets, be sensitive to the leader of the Holy Spirit. And wherever the Lord takes us. And two, to listen continually to the leading of the Spirit of God. Because without Him, you know, we can make uh, do our own agenda, but we have to be sensitive to His leading and operate in Him. And what that means that we are always going to be here, not necessarily. We could mature here, and then we can go out. Yes, we might sometimes we have to go out. And the Holy Spirit sends us sometimes to do things outside the assembly, of, of the assembly here. Even though sometimes outside your city, sometimes they call you to go somewhere else. So uh, we are more than a church. We are more than a local church where we gather on a Sunday and Bible study. We are the training center, uh, more frankly. And what is the difference between a church and a tra training center? A training center is to train people to perform specific tasks. The task that's at hand that we have now as believers at the Lord's Ministry is to manifest the life of Christ and do the work of Christ. So who is the target of the training here? The training are believers. I know it's systematic, but we need to do it. We need to do it to cast a vision, to cast a vision. Believers. You are, how many believers here? All right. All of us. So that's for us. Believers. Our mission is not only evangelistic. It's not only to tell people God loves them and uh, can't be born again. It's more than that. Um, and it has to take the work of the Holy Spirit in you and through us all believers to do that. Uh, and the Holy Spirit has to explode it. We can do it on ourselves, uh, by ourselves. We, we yield to him, and he will explode it, bless it, prosper it, and bring the people whom we will need to reach. The first environment is your circle of influence. The second thing, God could bring around us people who need us. On uh, last week, December 15, I was sitting here and I heard, uh, it might seem different, it says, uh, we are not a nursing home. We are a training discipleship center. We are to send mature sons to the world to change it. We go out and bring again our outreach testimonies. Nursing home is people resting, retiring, they get, that's finished, they feel like now it's you know, people have to take care of them. We are a training center. We are to be trained and go out in the field. Uh, I have an example uh, of Bible college. When a person goes to a Bible college, they start understanding the beliefs or the teaching of that uh, college. And they start to, their thinking start being conformed as they are being taught and they start going out to do what they have been taught. They start communicating with others what they have been taught, correct? Yes. Yeah? Yes. So 
That's why we are recasting the vision now. We find we need, we need to recast it. We are not only a church, we are a training center. We do the evangelistic, but we also need the discipleship, the training so you can go out, so you can walk in your nature as a believer, as son of God, and do transform this world. So what are we looking at? What is the measuring stick for the vision's fulfillment? There's two aspects we have here. Preaching the word of truth that given uh, specifically to Pastor Ian by the Lord. And our, the second aspect is you, us, as believers, maturing. And how does this maturing look like? You want to know? Wave at me. All right. Uh, walking in authority. Walking in love. Because God is love. Walk in his nature. Reaching out to others. A church without reaching out to others is stagnant. There's no life. Reaching out to others. Stepping out and ministering elsewhere. Coming with testimonies week after week. Have you heard any time somebody sharing how they got born again, how you get uh, revived and exuberant and excited back again as when you first believed? And also getting deeper. At three, you have to get deeper to get nourishment and then grow branches and reach out and bring fruit. Uh, also, it involves getting people to church because sometimes you might feel maybe it's better for somebody else to minister to them. Invite them on a casual basis or invite them to a Bible study group. And help people. <coughs> One thing I see very important is all of us need to know how to keep people safe, how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and at least get them started on their discipleship training, the basics, right? So, uh, as you say, the Lord's ministry, it doesn't say the Lord's ministry church, it says the Lord's ministry house, and I believe God meant what he said. Um, what do we do in a house? In a house, people come born, and they grow. Eventually, you they have to leave. They get raised to a certain level, they have to leave. Look, we have my son here, he's in Vancouver. He's doing his work. He's reaching another church. I have our daughter. She's in another city, involved in a church. They reach out. They have to go out of your home. They train. They know who they are in Christ Jesus. And their gift is now is implemented somewhere else. So we are a house where uh, we train, we grow, and we have to reach. The second thing, it says that you will be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. What is tree of righteousness? That we are to be a tree that covers the whole earth. We are members of one another. We are all one body. So the way you branch is, uh, is very important. I have plants in my home. And sometimes you see a, a branch coming out, and it looks lovely. And then, then this little rabbit or something come and clip it. And we're missing a branch, and it look off. So we all need to grow in the Lord and branch out and make sure to protect ourselves from all these habits. Amen? And uh, how, uh, okay, how are we going to do it? I know we understand each one has your environment and your friends and circle influence, but in this time, we, we need to start doing it also through internet, social media. We need to expand. God didn't plan this in our generation for no use. This is how we're going to expand to reach to the uttermost part of the earth. Everyone almost on the face of the earth have a phone or an iPad or a computer where we can reach them. We're spreading uh, the net 
primarily through you here. Uh, you who hear the word and publish it, you are, you are, I got this phrase, a letter written to be read by all men, by your life. Amen? And operating is the authority. All right, so this is the, uh, what we're going to do. But how are we going to evaluate uh, the results of our mission, if we are succeeding or not? We, as, uh, we are believers, when we start manifesting that nature, how we're walking in righteousness, we're going to see, uh, evaluate it if you see the fulfillment of the word of God in your life. Are you walking in what the word says? and manifesting it to the people around you, or we are the same as in the world? Are we becoming aware of our calling? What is your mission in this life? It's not only for me, look, it's not only uh, raising kids and having a job and being able to live from day to day, eat, drink, and that's it. My mission is to serve the kingdom of God in the grace that God's given me. So for you, basically, we need to help you. Discover what is your calling, gifting in any shape or form. So when we see you walking in it, when you see yourself walking in it, is it when we see that the mission and the vision of God for us at the Lord in Israel is being fulfilled. And we're also getting hold of the knowledge of first of who we are, walking in faith of who we are, and we have the fruit of righteousness in our lives. So basically being fed, mature, and go out continuing. I look at this like, uh, it's not only in that, if you see an octopus, they have tentacles all over the world, spreading out, reaching out, grabbing people from the pit of hell and uh, helping them understand how much love them. And I know the gospel in the outside is not all totally manifested and it's what God wants it to be, but we need, we are responsible of what we have or what we know is us manifesting it in the environment we are in. Amen? Um, also, we become affected by the message preached here. We be carrier of the message and going out and duplicating it, duplicating yourselves. Do you see sometimes the people who have children, sometimes you have, uh, they are almost like a copy of you sometimes. So we need to duplicate who we are when we walk in this righteousness. So in conclusion, what is the final product of the Lord Mystery House look like? Who are a part of this uh, vision and our friends over the internet? The end result is, in summary, is the fruit of righteousness, walking in that righteousness, walking in love, authority over devils and demons like Jesus did and his disciples, walking in the wisdom of God, moving into, listen to this carefully, moving into the business world. It's not the only serve in the church, the business world over there. And applying the principles of the kingdom of God and being successful in any arena. Because the word of God works everywhere with no exception. Righteousness, it says, rules over all. And the, the focus of this ministry at this, in this season is the sacrifice of Christ, which is the key to be established in righteousness. If the, we need to be established in righteousness, and the sacrifice is the key to be established in righteousness, so this is our focus. Because righteousness answers every problem in every arena. It's gonna look like uh, everyone who's affected by the message walking in the full 
measure of the stature of Christ, walking above the world and the system of the world in love, holiness, and the grace of God. Who can say amen to that? Amen. amen. Do you want to be part of it? Yes. Raise the hand. Amen. So Pastor Ian and I call you up here for a second, please. Yeah, would you please join me? <laughs> yes? <laughs> so Pastor Ian and I encourage you for two things. Pray for the fulfillment of the vision, because it's God's vision, not ours. In 1997, we were not planning on that. We didn't know any idea about that. Pray for the fulfillment of it in the spirit and truth. And two, for you, to take time to see your part in it. If you any area we can help you out uh, to find your calling and do what we're talking about the Lord Ministry House, we are here for you. Amen? So let's stand. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for the body of believers whom you have joined to us, Lord. Here and on the live stream. Lord God, we raise them up to you. They are your children. They are your sons. And Father, in this day, and as we cast the recast the vision, it is your vision. Witness to their heart, Lord God. Empower them in every shape or form to take hold of the things that you took hold uh, of them yourself. That indeed, in this time and hour, in this generation, Lord God, you see you will be done in us. Manifest your nature, Lord God, not the politics of the Christianity, not the re religious system of Christianity, Lord God, but we indeed manifest you as a God of love and power and forgiveness and authority, and we walk in your character in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please have a seat. Thank you. Um, can I ask the worship team to come up there here? Now we're going to take a moment also to offer our thanksgiving to God through to the offering, give our from our substance to the work of the kingdom. Amen. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand and uh, pass it. Yeah, please serve an envelope. And our friends who are joining us by live stream. Uh, if you don't have the app, TLMHCA, you can download it. There's a give button there. And also, you can go to our website at tlmh.org, and there's a donate button so you can share with us in, in the ministry of giving and receiving. Amen. What are we singing for?
like everybody to open their Bible to God's rest peace, and then I want us to read it together. So whatever version you have, it doesn't matter. Just uh, turn to it and let's read it. Are we all there in Romans chapter 5, verse 17? Are we all there? Let's read it together. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in this life by one Jesus Christ. Amen. So this, to me, this is the message that he is sharing. And, and it's very vast because it is been, for me, if I say he's taken five years to teach this message from all angles, and I believe even after today, he's going to come back next year and teach it again from different angles. But this is the message. So if you have this verse in your Bible, I will say, underline it, pray it, and meditate on it because there is so much in this verse that I believe the Lord will like to reveal to you. I am still trusting and praying for him to reveal more and more to me because this is what the verse is saying that by one man Jesus Christ, we will all reign in this life. Amen? And so for the application of this verse, it's in Galatians 2 verse 20. Let's read that also. So everyone, if you can turn there. Let's hang there and then find it and read it together. I'm waiting for everyone to find it and then we'll read it together, please. Are we all there? Yes. yes. Yeah, praise the Lord. So let's read uh, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 together. It says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live it by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And so this is the application for me of Romans 5.17. And you can take it further to the last verse in this that we just read. It says, I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So I say that do not frustrate the grace of God. Yield to the Holy Spirit that the Lord has sent to you and I to help us to live this life and you will be successful. Amen? So on this note, now I want us all as a congregation, as members of the Lord's Ministry House, just to rise up now and pray for our pastors. They've been pouring into our lives, and we want to pray and ask God to bless them and empower them for the rest of the race ahead of them. So let's rise up and pray. Father God, we thank you and praise you. We thank you for our pastors, Lord. 
they have been faithful. So, so faithful to you, Lord, in answering the call. They have been faithful to you, Lord, in little places. They have not despised little beginnings. So, Father God, I ask this day that you will bless them. Bless them abundantly. Lord, with wisdom, with knowledge, with grace, so that, Lord, the grace ahead of them, the race ahead of them, they'll be able to run it joyfully to your glory and to your praise. We thank you, Lord, for all the things that they have taught us, Lord, for years, pouring their hearts and their lives into us. And, Father, this day we pray that you shower those blessings. Open the windows of heaven and bless them, Lord, with anointings and with grace. We just bless you and give you all the glory and all the honor and all the adoration. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may please be seated. And now turn with me to John chapter 16, and we'll be reading verse 33. John chapter 16, verse 33 reads, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Jesus is saying this to you, and I says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen? So, Jesus spoke a lot of things. If you go through the Bible, you will find the things that Jesus is speaking to you and I. He says, in the world, we will have tribulation. If you look to the world, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get tribulation, but if you look to me, you will have peace. Amen? So let's look at some of the things that Jesus spoke to us. And I believe in 2020, this is going to be our goal and our aim. We are going to aim at the things that Jesus is speaking to us. We're going to pay more attention to it. We are going to make time, take our Bibles, flip it, and find those things that Jesus is speaking to us. Because he says, if we will take the things that he's speaking to us, then we will have peace. But if we look to the world, then we will have tribulation. So let's look at some of the verses. I just have a few of the verses written down. I don't have everything. So I would just uh, love us to look at some of the things that Jesus said to us. Amen. Let's look at uh, Luke chapter 6 and verse 35. So Luke chapter 6, verse 35 says, But love ye your enemies, and do good, 
and learn, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. So this is what Jesus wants us to hear. He says, but we should love our enemies and do good. Learn, hoping for nothing again. And our reward will be great. And we shall be children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. This is the nature of our Heavenly Father. And this is what Jesus is saying to us that we should be doing. Amen? So let's look now also at Luke chapter, um, say in the same chapter, chapter 6, now verse 47 to 49. It says, Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my saying, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose and the stream beat vehemently upon that house, and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth the by he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. So Jesus is saying to you and I that we should dig deep. The foundation, the house that we are building in him, we have to dig deep. You cannot just build it on any, on any shallow ground. Because if you do, you can do it, but then in the end, it's going to be disaster. Because that storm is going to come. Because the enemy, that is his goal. He ends those storms to try and destroy you and I. So that's why Jesus is saying to us that we should dig deep and put our foundations down. We should not give any room to him, because he will be coming. Just like Jesus said, he said, the, the devil is coming, but he has nothing in me. Right? So that is what you and I, we also have to do. We have to dig deep and lay that foundation so that when he comes, he cannot move us. That foundation, that house that we are building will stand against any storm that he throws at us. Amen? Amen. Amen. So now we also want to turn to Luke chapter 8. And read verse 18. Luke 8, verse 18. Luke chapter 8, verse 18 says, Take heed therefore how you hear. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given. And whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken, even that which he seemeth to have. So we have to take heed what we are hearing. Whatever you and I, we are hearing Sunday after Sunday, Wednesdays, Fridays, whatever time of the week, Tuesday, Thursday, midweek services, whatever you are hearing, take heed to it. Because you and I, we know about the story of the parable, the, the story about the sower. You know, it's different grounds. The devil is waiting right there when the seed is sown in your house to steal it from you. If you don't pay attention to that word, if you are not hearing, you know, so that is why we have to hear, we have to take it to what we are hearing. 
And this is what Jesus is saying to us. This, take it, therefore, how you hear. For whatsoever, for whosoever hath, to him shall be given. And whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken, even that which he seemeth to have. So when you are hearing something and you don't take it serious, you don't pay much attention to it, before you know, the devil is right there to snatch it from you. But when you hear and you are paying more attention to it, you taking whatever you are hearing, be it in your devotion time, the Lord is speaking to you, or a church, or even a sister or a brother, send you a verse or a scripture or something. Pay much attention to those verses. Like Pay attention to what the Lord is saying to you because he speaks to all of us in different forms. He can even speak to you. As Pastor Dad said, the other, he's just sitting there. The Lord said to him, this is not a nursing home. So this is something that the Lord is saying to you, and he wants you to pay attention to it. Now you have to dig deep, get scriptures to support what the Lord is saying to you, and you must make sure that however he wants you to implement that word, you go forth and you implement it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, praise God. Let's turn also now to Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 23. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. He said he is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So when we take that step and we go out teaching, when we go out preaching, whatever he's asking us to do, we keep in mind that he is with us. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen? Amen. Uh, let's look at... Um, Matthew, Matthew 16, verse 13 to 19. Matthew 16, 13 to 19. And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom do 
For whom do ye say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be found in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So Jesus is saying to you and I that whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we lose on earth is losing in heaven. So these are some of the things that he's saying to us that we have to keep at the forefront of our mind, that we have to pay attention to. We cannot just ignore it. He says, what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What you lose on earth is losing in heaven. So these things he has spoken to you and I. And I believe many more that I have uh, written down here as uh, Matthew 16, 24 to 27, Matthew 13, 37 to 43, Matthew 6, 14 to 16. I'm just giving these verses, and you can just uh, read them on your own. And then let's look at uh, Mark chapter 13, verse 29. Mark chapter 13, verse 29. Now let me read verse 28 and 29. Now then, a parable of the fig tree. When a branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. So ye in like manner, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh, even at the doors. So Jesus is saying to us, about the times we are living in, the days we are living in. You and I, we know exactly what is happening in our world today. We hear it, we see it. And so Jesus is saying that when you see these things happening around you, then you should know that my coming is at hand. Mm -hmm. And if it's, it's coming, it's at hand 
at our very door, then you and I, we need to get very busy. We need to get very busy with the things that we have to do before he comes, because the time is very short. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So, I did Yes, please come. I didn't want to take more because I know I have 10 minutes, so that's what I, I kept in mind to reach you. So anyway, thank you, Jesus. Uh, so we're going to give you a little bit uh, brief uh, glimpse of what it's going to be like. Now I'm going to ask Gloria to come do a few announcements. After that, Pastor Ian will be coming so you can share a few things before we go to fellowship. So we invite you, all of you to stay uh, to stay and join us. Amen. So um, I'm briefly just going to go over a few things that are um, up and coming in the next year and some exciting things. Um, so the first thing is actually um, we just want to emphasize um, for you guys to download our app. It is tlmh.ca, um, and it's on the app store. So if you have like an iPhone or if you have an Android, you can just go to your app, app store and download that. It's, again, tlmhca on the app store. And it has a lot of really good um, benefits. You're able to actually give from um, right from the app. So if you are online, or for those of you who are um, tuned into our service via live stream, um, it makes it really easy. You just go to give and put the amount, stuff like that, enter your card details, and it's a lot easier sometimes than having to go through um, the um, online banking, that type of thing. Um, there's also um, an in uh, app Bible as well. So if you don't have a, ba a Bible with you at the time and you want to, you know, have to spend some time with God, spend some time in the Word, um, that's also a really great feature. As well as there's a calendar, so it keeps you updated on all the um, upcoming events that are coming um, in the church. Um, so the next thing that I wanted to touch on was also Tuesday Bible study and Friday um, prayer meetings are going to be suspended up until the next um, until the new year. Um, so they will be resuming the first week of January. Um, and I believe that the Tuesday is, um, the Tuesday is the 7th of January. And then the um, prayer meeting, which is on Friday, is the 10th of January. So um, just keep that in mind. Um, you know, stay prayed up and bring, come back into the new year ready to fellowship and to um, share what God has placed on your heart. Um, so the next thing, some more exciting things for the new year is we are going to be having um, uh, the Freedom to Reign conference, which is on January 31st and um, fe February 1st of 2020. So just keep that in mind. You know, maybe plan your schedules to be able to book some time off so that you could be able to attend that. I believe God is going to do some great things um, during that conference, so you don't want to miss out. And then the last thing will be the um, Believer's Handbook, which um, Pastor Ian so graciously was able to put together for us, which I believe is going to be, um, it's an amazing tool that we can use as believers to really be able to get a hold of all the things that God has for us. So we thank Pastor Ian and we thank God for giving him the grace to be able to write that book. So it is um, on sale in the church as well as on sale on Amazon. Um, it's obviously nicer to be able to pick up the copy in um, the church so you don't have to wait for it to ship to your house. So the book is $25. 
Um, and you can just um, pick it up at the end of service or talk to somebody um, on the team, Pastor Dad or Pastor Ian, and they'll be, um, I'm sure they'll be glad to help you out with that. Um, so yes, we also, something for the youth, have um, a youth um, ministry or a youth meeting that we are trying to put together. It is called ARMY, which stands for a Revolutionary Ministry for Youth. So that's going to be something that's really exciting. I know with school and some of us, we work, it's hard to, you know, make extra time, but this is going to be something that is going to be really good. Um, it's just the youth too, so it'll be nice to, you know, be away from the adults. We can, you know, share what we know in Christ and help to bring each other up. Um, well, not all <laughs> adults, you know, young adults, but not all adults, but yes, um, it will be something nice for us to be able to come together and, you know, share um, our journey in Christ with each other and also just to build each other up so that we are, you know, surrounded by um, the right types of people, the right influences and stuff like that as we grow up and we grow up in the Lord. So, yeah, I will pass the mic back to Pastor Ian. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I think I'm The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God forevermore. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews that God is, 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 is righteous and he does not forget the, the name of love that you have shown to his name, to his house, to his people, to each other. And I believe as a pastor, we must do the same. And not forget here the name of love that you've shown. So I just want to take this opportunity and just thank every one of you for the way you've been faithful, um, you know, in the last little while and, and even over the years. The way, the way you've been faithful in your giving, in your attendance, in your love, in your prayers. And um, sometimes, you know, there are those that give rights and everything else. And we don't say much about it, and, um, but it's not that we don't notice. And certainly, God notices. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. He notices everything. And, um, but he's also, he's so gracious, and as he said, he is faithful. He's faithful, and he's righteous, and he sees every sacrifice, he sees every commitment, he sees every act of love, he sees, and he hears every prayer of faith. Um, so I just want you to know that, and I just want you to know that you're, you are highly favored, and you are highly blessed, and I just declare the blessing of the Lord on you, and his hand upon you to do you great, to do great and mighty things, in you and through you, in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, in a few minutes, we're going to, matter of fact, why don't we stand right now, and, um, and we're also going to pray over um, our time of fellowship and food downstairs. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Amen? But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't eat bread. Amen? He's given us all things richly to enjoy. Amen? Amen. So, Father, we just thank you right now for your grace. We thank you for all those things that we are going to be able to partic participate in, Lord God, as we, and as we fellowship together. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing, your blessing upon the food. We thank you that even as we are eating... There is a release of your divine healing power that you have placed in our spirits, and it is being released even as we eat in accordance to your word that says you will bless our water and our bread, and you will take sicknesses away from the midst of us. So we believe even as we, we, we are eating, 
that law of the spirit of the life that flows out of Christ and out of our spirit flows in every part of our being and it drives out every sickness, every disease, every infirmity in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your blessing upon us. We thank you for the time of fellowship. We thank you, Lord God, for believers being fitly joined together and compacted by the love and that which every single joint supplies. So we just thank you and we believe for freedom and a liberty even as we, as we hang out and as we fellowship together in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Father, we will continually remember, particularly in this time, how gracious you are to us and how faithful you are. And because we have such confidence in your faithfulness, therefore we are free from fear. We are fearless because of your faithfulness. And we bless and magnify your name in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, let's all go downstairs and, um, and, um, and fellowship together. If anyone uh, decides to want to have a copy of the Believer's Handbook, you can connect with lawyer or one of us. Amen. You're blessed.